Hello, welcome to Awkwardly Anna. This is a podcast all about being you and showing up fully in this life exactly as God has created you to. In using the things that might make you feel a perceived sense of awkwardness and really embracing those things as the uniquenesses that make you who you are. I also am a Christian life coach for work at home moms. I coach moms on empowering mindset techniques and how to set and implement really sustainable routines in daily life. Thanks for listening. Hello. Hi. I am so excited about today's episode. Okay. Episode 36 is all about consistency, becoming a consistency boss. And I love this topic so much because if you would have asked me three years ago, if I thought I was capable of being consistent, I would have told you confidently, no. (laughs) I know that's a limiting belief. I know that's terrible. But with confidence, full confidence, I would have told you absolutely not. I am incapable of being consistent unless you count being consistently inconsistent. Full, Full disclosure, honestly. And now I am so consistent. I am so proud of myself. Am I perfect? No. Am I consistent in every area of my life? Absolutely not. But I am a person that is so deeply capable of being consistent. And I have to give so much credit to my personal life coach. This is why everyone should invest in their own coach. Uh, My life coach, Trish Blackwell, absolutely 100% is who has made this possible in my life, um, who got me to where I I had belief in in this. And that's what I needed. I needed the mindset work. I needed the belief. That's what you need. You need the mindset work. Maybe you're someone that you're like, "Eh, I'm consistent. This doesn't apply to me. That's fine. If you're someone that's like, "Ah, sometimes I'm consistent or like I'm sort of consistent. Or if you're like I was three years ago and you're like, I am not a consistent person then this episode is totally for you. But the biggest thing in becoming a consistency boss is the belief that you can do it. Now, the hard part about this is that no one can decide this but you. People can tell you this. They can encourage you in this. They can believe this about you. But it really doesn't matter until you decide this. Now, Pay attention to that I said decide, I didn't say believe. You don't have to yet believe it. You have to decide and declare that you are consistent. That literally means saying, I'm a consistent person. I'm a consistency boss. I am someone who is consistent. And you say those things. Maybe you write it and put a note on your mirror. Maybe you write it and put it on your fridge. Maybe you write it and put it on your work computer. Maybe you write it and put it where you work out. I don't know. Somewhere that you need to see it. You write, I am consistent. Whatever phrase really speaks to you. For me, it was, I'm consistent. That was very important for me. Then, why do I believe that you can do this? Because I firmly believe anyone can become consistent. Because if I can, you can. (laughs) I don't think I'm putting into full context how absolutely atrocious I was at consistency. Like, consistency pained me. I am have a tendency towards being a little bit free-spirited and consistency felt like the man holding me down. I thought consistency meant boring, lame, 
lack of living. It does oftentimes mean boring, but it's the boring that then becomes the really powerful habits, the really powerful living, the really powerful life changes, the really powerful thing that lets you live the adventurous, free-spirited life you want to live. Now, why should you do this? For exactly what I just said, because it gives you this powerful way of being. It gives you this power to yourself. It gives you love, self-love to yourself. And if you're a person of faith like I am, you're showing up and showing yourself that you're worthy. You're worthy because God made you and created you. You're his. You're a creation of his. And it's like you're proving that over and over to yourself, that you're worthy enough, or maybe it resonates more with you that you matter enough to be shown up for. How good does it feel when someone we're in a relationship with shows up for us and is consistent? How good does that feel? It feels just as good when you do this for yourself. I don't know anyone on this in this world that can honestly say when they're completely inconsistent in their exercising, in their eating habits, in their daily disciplines in the morning, daily disciplines at night, their nighttime routines, their morning routines, that says, I am so happy and joy-filled. I go to bed filled with contentment. I wake up filled with energy and joy because of how inconsistent I am. No one is going to say that because inconsistency makes you feel like crap. It does. It just does. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you want to say it doesn't. It makes you feel like crap. So how does your life change when you do this, when you become consistent? Your life changes in really small ways at first. So to put this into perspective, my first ever way I proved to myself that I was consistent, this was three years ago, was I wanted to prove that I could wake up, brush my teeth. How simple was it? I was thinking mouthwash, but I didn't even include mouthwash at that time. Please don't make fun of me. Things were bad. I was in a bad place. I could wake up, brush my teeth, and wash my face. That was it. Like when I say it was bad, I was in such a horrendous place of not caring for myself, and my health was very bad, that I this was huge for me to be like, okay, I set this one goal. I set one goal per month of consistency. The first month it was brush my teeth, wash my face. The next month it was brush and floss, wash my face and put moisturizer on. The next month (laughs) it was all those things. I added in mouthwash to my oral hygiene routine. And I added in, what else was it? That was it. I didn't add anything else into my face routine. I was feeling good about that. And then I did that for the next month. So then at 90 days, that was just my morning routine. That was it. I was like, oh, huh. So the first step was picking something really simple and really basic and incredibly feasible. And honestly, something I just should have been doing in the first place. But I needed to know that I was capable of being consistent. I needed the proof. You always need the proof in yourself. You, you need to, your, your brain is seeking and craving and it's doing everything it can to find proof of something. Now it'll find just as much proof of that you're not consistent, but it's time, it's time to retrain your brain. That's what you do. 
So I was able to do that. And then those were just habits. So it went from being something that I had to be so intentional about proving to myself that I was consistent in, that then those just become habits. And then you stack on top of that. So then the next thing I wanted to add in, ironically enough, was journaling, which is something I had tried, I cannot even tell you how many times in my life, and maybe got two pages or three pages in. Think one time I got four pages in and I remember feeling so proud of myself. I was in college and I was like, yes. Then I found the journal three years later and I was like, oh, dang it. I was going to do that. (laughs) And everything changed because the College of Confidence that I'm in, uh, my my life coach, Trish Blackwell, she said, uh, try, I feel like it was seven minutes a day. I don't know, follow her and she has great journaling resources and she'll, she can speak on this a lot better than I can. But I want to say it was six minutes or seven minutes, probably seven minutes. And for me, it was breaking it down into such a small, small time frame that that's what helped me. And it was like, I'm going to do this every day for one week. And I did it for one week. And then I did it for a second week. And it was just about sitting down and doing it for seven minutes. It wasn't about what I wrote. It wasn't about having to write a certain way, having to have it look a certain way, having to have it be a certain time of day. It was just about proving to myself that I could do it. Then next thing I know, it's been three years and I have like eight journals that I filled up and it's what I do. I have journaled from a tent camping at my nephew's birthday party. I have journaled from the beach on a vacation in Florida. I have journaled everywhere I've gone. It, it's just part of what I do, staying in hotels, staying with family. It, it's just, if I'm somewhere, my journal is with me, if I'm staying overnight so that I can do it in the morning. And it is such a grounding part of my morning routine. So that's what you do. You just, and maybe I'm giving you too many examples, so it might feel overwhelming, but once you have proven to yourself what you can do, you just stack on another little thing. And when I say little, I mean, it's little in that it's takes a few minutes, something that doesn't take longer than 10 minutes. I would say when you're getting started with this, ideally you pick something that takes like a minute, then pick another thing that takes a minute then work up to like a seven minute thing, like a journaling habit. (laughs) And then you can add on bigger things when you're like, wow, I am so consistent. This is like breathing for me. My morning routine, I wake up and just do it. Yet when I don't do it, oh, do I feel it? And then you can add on different things. Like for me this year, well, at the end of last year, I added in walking on my treadmill every single day. And I didn't set, so when I say I made it small, I didn't set a time constraint or an intensity constraint. Sorry, constraint's a negative word. I didn't set a goal for time. I didn't set a goal for intensity. I didn't set a goal for time of day even. I set a goal that I was going to do it. This is a little bit having to do with time. By 9 p.m. every night. If I hadn't done it by nine, then an alarm went off on my phone at 9 p.m. and I had to do it at 9 p.m. That was that. And to really help my brain, I wrote it, wrote down what I did, the date and what I ended up doing on the treadmill. And I put it on a post-it note and I tape them on my wall. And I take a picture in my mirror that's right next to it and I label the picture. And this is so I know after 365 days, I'm gonna look back and maybe I'm not gonna see a difference in the scale Maybe I'm not going to see this huge physical difference that I want to see. Maybe I will. I think I will. But I'm already, I'm at 50, 
one, two, three, four, 54 days. Today will be my 55th day and I'm proving to myself how consistent I am. So what's really cool about this is during this time of starting this, I was a few weeks in, you know, we had COVID, um, all kinds of things happen. I had two different illnesses, a bunch of other stuff happening. And because my goal wasn't set on the intensity, my goal was just set on that I show up. There was a night where I walked on my treadmill for one minute for 60 seconds, but I did it because that's what I do. That's who I am. And before I would have totally beat myself up over that. I would have been like, it's not long enough. It's not intense enough. It doesn't count, but it does count because I spent years just becoming the person that just doesn't even do something to avoid doing something that in my mind didn't count. It counts because it's about the consistency. It's about proving that to myself. It's not about the intensity. Now, eventually my goals, I will expand on my, my physical fitness goals and those goals will become different. It doesn't mean everything needs to be small, but it's amazing what you do and how you show up differently when you realize what a boss you are at being consistent. You walk a little taller. And for someone that's 5'2", that's a big deal <laughs> for me to walk a little taller. That's saying a lot because I don't feel very tall. I don't feel tall at all. But it does. It gives you just a little bit like, hey, you know, I show up for myself. I, I matter and I'm, I'm acting like it. It's just such an empowering feeling. And I hope this has encouraged you. And I would love to hear what ideas you come up with to just start really seemingly small. But in reality, this is a huge thing and a huge accomplishment to be able to do. I'd love to hear what ideas you come up with. And of course, if you have any interest in having a one-on-one -on -one personal life coach for this, for you know developing consistency habits and proving to yourself that you are a consistency boss, reach out to me. You can send me a message on here or visit my website, awkwardlyanna.com. I have a coaching section there, and I would absolutely love to work with you on this exact thing in teaching you and mentoring you along as you find areas that you never even knew you could be a consistency boss in, we will get it done and prove to yourself how powerful you are and how powerful a mindset shift like this really is and how much it changes your life and how you show up in it. So thanks guys for listening. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening. I would love if you would take the time to please leave me a review on whatever platform you use. That is such a huge encouragement to me and also helps other people find my show. Again, I offer Christian life coaching for work at home moms and I coach you on empowering mindset techniques and also how to set and implement sustainable routines in your daily life. If this is something you might be interested in, check out my website, www.awkwardlyanna.com forward slash coaching. Thank you guys for listening.